So what are the seven mistakes that targeted parents of parental alienation most often make? Well, today I'm going to tell you exactly what they are. But before I do that, I want to remind you, head over to my website, kennyweiss.net. I have accumulated an overwhelming amount of content to help you. And I've done this in two ways. There are millions of people who can't afford to get help. They want it, they're desperate for it, but they can't afford it. Well, at my website, kennyweiss.net, you'll find links to all my social media, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Subscribe to all of them because I put different things out on different each platform. More importantly, subscribe to the website because you're going to find my blog there. So you're going to get actionable steps you can take. My... Um, free download, my resources tab, check that out. I have six or seven free downloads to walk you through the recovery process. My recommended reading, because I don't have all the answers. You need to learn. There's so many wonderful people out there teaching things. That's a great resource for you. Now, for those who are in a better financial position, go to my coaching tab. That's where you can book an individual appointment with me. You can sign up for my online masterclasses, which walk you through the complete healing journey. For those who need support and connection with me, my Perfectly Imperfect private group. It's just, oh, my book. There's a direct link to my book. So everything you need to recover, whichever side of the fence you're on, whether you're struggling financially or things are better for you, it's a tremendous resource and I'm doing my best to add to it so that you can heal the pain from your past and live in the greatest version of yourself, as many people as possible. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Let's get back to the seven common mistakes targeted parents of parental alienation make. The first one is they vastly underestimate the problem. Unfortunately, because of our lack of real honest knowledge about the human psyche and childhood and everything, most people that have been targeted think it's a logic problem. Like they can just talk to their kids about it and figure it out. This is severe, diabolical, psychological manipulation and abuse being done to a child. There is no way an uneducated parent can navigate this within themselves or to help their children. And so they tend to think that logic is enough or that their love is enough. And I know you adore your kids, but it's not enough. You are up against God, what's the word? Something so big. It's bigger than any of us. And when you're not the person who's being the abuser, it's so hard to wrap your head around that somebody would do this to your kids. And it's very hard. It's taken me, honestly, I mean, it's been going on for almost 20 years. And it wasn't until this last week, 
as I put together this three-part series I'm doing, where I really accepted that this problem is bigger than me, that there is nothing I can do to stop it. And I've been researching and getting help on these things and, and went and became an expert on how to be the best parent possible for my kids as they went through this. And, and think of that. It's taken me 20 years to fully accept that this is just too big. And so don't underestimate the problem. Don't minimize how diabolical this is, how deep the psychological battle that is, how deep the psychological battle is, and how your children can't navigate this, nor can you. It's just too big. Um, you can't figure this out on your own. And I'm going to touch on that here in a little bit. The second thing to remember, and this is key, because it's so devastating for us targeted parents, um, we miss a really key aspect here. The alienated parent tends to feel a sense of rejection, rejected by their kids. And that's not truth. In fact, it's a recognition of how loving and safe you actually are. If you go, if you watch my previous video where I talk about, um, you know, what constitutes parental alienation, what are the signs of it? This is, it creates a form of Stockholm syndrome. And what happens is the child is attaching to the abusive parent, the alienating parent, because it's a, it, they're trying to save their life. Because remember, these are children. They can't process what's going on. It's a life or death situation. And so they're not rejecting us. But a child in these types of dynamics will always attach to the abusive parent as a life-saving technique. I know that doesn't make sense. You'd think, no, they'd go to the healthy one. That's not it. Children need both parents. And whenever they sense one is weak, they, they attach to it because underlying all of it is the need for attunement and attachment. And so they will do and become whatever this parent needs to get that attunement and, and attachment so that they don't die inside. So the fact that they have left you, it's not what's really happened, but it feels that way, is because you're safe. It's a recognition that you are safe. Don't forget that. Don't take it for granted. Don't lift it up as though you're better than the other parent. Don't ever make that mistake. I'm going to talk about that. We're going to go through because this is part of what happens is this side can get grandiose in their position and unbeknownst to them, create some alienating dynamics themselves. And so that's why I'm doing this video to guard you against that. But I want that rejection is so, well, I think you can see in most of my videos you, I can't hide the pain that I still feel in my life. I see it in my eyes and in my expressions at time. You just can't get rid of that kind of pain. It's too big. But that's the truth of it, is it's not a rejection of you. It's actually an affirmation 
that even though we are all perfectly imperfect as parents and I made my mistakes, I was safe enough to leave. Don't forget that. You were safe enough for them to leave. They haven't left you. They're just trying to survive. Remember that, okay? Number three, this is, and so because of that rejection dynamic and because of our lack of information about how to truly parent, what generally happens to the parent who's being targeted is they then become very needy and very codependent. I mean, we're all codependent anyway, but it gets really sticky because, you know, you, you love your kids and you're just doing the best you can and you don't, we don't teach this information. And so I want to guard you from that. And so one, one way they become needy and, parent and codependent is they don't recognize that parenting is not about proximity. I mean, that's not true. I mean, obviously, we need attachment and attunement, but we can't do that. The alienating parent is taking that from us. But we make the mistake to think that we only have the first 18 years of their life and it's over. Um, that they need to know our beliefs and, and what we think about the world and all of that. But parenting is about modeling. Parenting never ends. It's not a zero to 18 contract. Parenting is a lifelong journey. And so in the third video, when I tell you how to, you know, the skills and tools you need to develop to navigate all of this, <laughs> we have to remember that while we may have missed out in their younger years, it doesn't mean our parenting is over, all right? They also will, as far as the neediness and codependent, they'll tend to cry and plead with their children or even co coerce them to come with them. I'm going to get more into detail that, of that aspect in a minute. Um, they also try to nice the child into a relationship or become the Disneyland mother or father and buy them things or become their best friend. They're like, if I can just be nice enough, they'll see it. But it doesn't work, and it's actually very codependent and very destructive for their child. Um, in my own case, is all of this started to escalate it's my children don't know this, but part of the reason I live in Arizona is the more proximity I had to my kids, whether I was seeing them or not, the more the abuse of my children escalated. And so the further I got away from them, the better their lives went. And, you know, I went so far as when I was working with the experts in this and I, I said to one of the psychologists involved, I said, is the best thing for my children that I give up all parental rights. No decision-making, no visitation, any of it. Is that the best thing for them? Because what can happen is the neediness and codependent is a fight. And now you have the children in the middle being stretched because both parents... Uh, the, what gets confused is love for codependence. And or codependence for love, and this the parent who's being targeted gets very obsessive, and their need for their children becomes a need to fill their emotional needs. 
Well, now the child is, I mean, they're already be having the love, love, the love and emotion sucked out of them by the alienating parent. When this parent, in a sense, fights too hard, now they're doing it as well. And that's why I moved. That's why I offered to give up custody. That's why at one point, you know, my, I had, was no longer seeing my oldest daughter and my youngest daughter. I had a discussion with her and just said, you know, you don't have to come see me. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You get to do what's best for you. I'll never forget the look in her eyes. I picked her up from school, and it was in the it was in the fall. I remember the street driving down it, and looking in the rearview mirror as I was telling her this, and the look in her eyes, and her head turned, and her eyes got wide and big, and she wasn't sure if I was being honest with her, because in an alienating dynamic, there's no truth. And she just sat there really quiet and looked at me. And we got home and I think I made her something to eat. And she went up to her room and she kind of came down and she looked up at me and she said, Dad, is it okay if I go back to mom's right now? I said, yeah, of course it is. I'd be happy to take you, grab your stuff. And I took her back to her mom's. And then the next time I picked her up, as soon as she got in the car, she's like, Dad, is it okay if I stop coming over and just stay with Mom? And I said, of course. I'll take you to her right now. <clears throat> we have to be the safe parent for our child. We can't become needy and codependent because of our own wounds and make it about us and therefore try and take it back from them. They already have one doing that. Don't do that to them. Don't make that mistake. They deserve one parent that keeps them safe or has their best interest at heart as much as possible. We're human. And again, I made a lot of mistakes as a parent. But in those critical moments, we can't make it about us. Um, and that's what's happening with the needy and codeparent, codependent targeted parent. They don't realize that they've now made their child the source of their happiness and their world. Unfortunately, that's a massive burden on your child. And now the child feels targeted themselves. And I know that's not what you want. Okay? If you want help with that codependency, again, go to my website, kennyweiss.net. Download all the um, free, on the resources page, I have several free downloads. Begin working through the codependence. For those that are in a better, better financial position, I have complete codependence recovery classes on my, at my greatness university. So again, regardless of where you are, blog articles, YouTube, all of it, gain skills, tools, and knowledge. Start working on your codependence. 
so that you, you can be, continue to be the safest parent possible for them, all right? The next common mistake that targeted parents make is they retaliate against the alienating parent. It's natural, it's human, like, we're all so perfectly imperfect and just doing the best we can. But unfortunately, in those moments, it triggers our own childhood abandonment because our parents, even though they were perfect, they abandoned us and that's why our ego gets triggered and we will choose a power struggle. Um, and that does not help our child. And what happens is, is that the alienating parent will use all of those attempts against you. You have to remember, they are better at this than you are. And the reason they're better is they will break the rules. They will do whatever it takes, take no prisoners, break every rule to get their prisoner. They need your, your shared children as a prisoner because they're in tremendous pain. I'm not excusing their behavior, but they're doing this because of their own severe childhood trauma, okay? And it was so severe, they developed diabolical solutions to try and mitigate the tremendous pain that they're experiencing. And so if you try and retaliate, they will win and you will always lose. It will not work, all right? So some of the ways that parents make these types of mistakes is they'll make offhand sarcastic comments in emails, text messages, when exchanging the kids or at events. They'll vent on social media. Um, they'll extend the vacation time. Um, they'll withhold child support. They're trying to get back because they feel righteous, but we're not, when we do that, we're not righteous. That's what we have to remember. Um, again, in the next video, the third in the series, I'm going to show you how not to get sucked into and respond appropriately. I'm going to give you examples, things I went through and the techniques I had to learn so that we don't subconsciously become an alienating parent as well. All right. Um, People that retaliate will tend to also co-opt their own family and friends to help them to try and convince the kids, please don't do that. Um, they allow those family and friends to so-called tell the truth, to correct the story that the target, the alienating parent is selling to your children. Um, admonish your children for how bad they're treating you as the, you know, targeted parent. Um, they're basically, family and friends can be used as a satellite. Again, those are examples of alienating behavior. Tell your family and friends, the best way you can support me is to never, ever, ever, ever say anything negative about the other parent, the parent who's doing the alienation, ever. You show no, no ill will at all, okay? <clears throat> Number six, the sixth mistake that targeted parents make is 
They try to argue with their child and respond to their child's attacks and false beliefs. They try to set the record straight. They have a mistaken belief that the child needs to know the truth and that if they tell the child the truth, that they can convince them of what the alienating parent is doing is wrong. Remember, these are children. They're not adults. Their brains have not formed to a level where they can cognitively process the severe manipulation they are experiencing, the brutal, diabolical, psychological mistreatment and abuse that they are experiencing. It is too big. You can't use reason or logic with them. And if you try to tell them the truth, you are doing severe damage to your child. That is not the way to process this. Again, my next video, I'm going to walk you through how to handle the lies, how to handle the attacks. My kids did it repeatedly. They'd come to me and throw all these accusations that they had been fed that were lies. And I'm going to walk you through exactly how I responded and the correct way to handle this. All right. Another way they do this, they'll blame the child. That's what happens because that rejection and codependence and neediness comes up that they'll start to make it about the child. Well, they're an adult now. And you know, you'll especially see this once the child becomes an adult. Now they want to hold him accountable. But you have to recognize, again, this is it's so hard to communicate how big this problem is. I don't care if they're an adult. If they've been through this for years, they're not present. They've been severely psychologically tortured. They are not to blame. Your child is not to blame for any of this. I don't care how awful they became. They were taught to become this. Okay? Please don't blame your child. And some of the ways that the targeted parent responds to accusations is they'll respond right back and usually with lots of anger and energy. That's not true. That's a lie. Your mother or father is lying to you. Don't ever speak to me that way. You know, they'll get really defensive and, and think this is the right thing to do. I, with normal people, that might be a great way of handling things. You're not dealing with a normal situation. And again, in my third video, I will walk you through all the research I did and all the experts I talked to to find out how to handle these horrifically difficult dynamics, okay? Another thing is they'll speak negatively about the parent. They, they will then start telling them the adult information of what the court ordered and what the doctors have said. And again, when you watch the final video in this series, I will walk you through how to do it. Don't ever do that. It's not good for the child. They do not need to know adult information. Um, and I'll walk you through how to respond to those attacks and what to do about that. Another one is they don't seek professional help. This is another critical one. They mistakenly believe they can navigate this on their own. Um, you can't. You can't. It's too big. It's too big. I still talk, you know, I hold myself accountable. I talk to my old therapist. We're now friends and we talk every week and just share our hearts and our pain and 
our intimacy and love for each other. And um, we still talk about, because he was there through all of it. Um, we still need support. We need care. Because even with all the things I know about this dynamic, ugh, um, it's too much. It's just too much. We need help. Lots of help. And lots of love. And so I don't stop my pursuit of professional help and support and love. And I really encourage you, if you're not doing that, get started with it. You need it. You deserve it. You really deserve it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And so, here are my suggestions. It's your recovery and your journey. You get to do what works best for you. But the only way that I was able to navigate this is I went and became an expert on parental alienation. I don't know if I'd call myself an expert. I became highly um, educated on the dynamics of parental alienation. Um, I think you need to do that as well. Um, I think we also, I think everybody, regardless of even if they have a great home life and a great marriage, I personally believe it's every parent's responsibility to take classes and read books on how to be a parent. Everything we've ever seen from movies and our own parents is dysfunctional and codependent and perfectly imperfect. And I just think it's the right thing to do. Being a parent is the most important responsibility we have in life. And yet, it's fascinating to me. People buy cars and houses and go on trips and spend money on everything. But the two things that matter most, their personal growth and their parenting skills. It's funny what culture places priorities on. And at least in my opinion, it's to the detriment of us all, detriment of us all, but I don't know if I'm right. It's just, it seems to me that would, those would be the, what we should teach would be the most important things we all pursue. My, my head can't, I always try to see the other side. I can't wrap my head around why people hesitate to pursue personal growth and learning about how to be a parent. I can't see how you could ever come up with any justifiable reason to spend your money and time somewhere else before that. I, I don't. I need more education to be able to understand that concept. Um, another suggestion is to learn about Stockholm Syndrome because your child's a prisoner, an emotional prisoner. 
And this will help you with the codependence and the neediness and the blaming of your child to recognize what's really happened to them and the torment they're experiencing and how they're not to blame and it's not their fault. And as I said, finally, we need support. As you can see, I just broke down talking about this stuff. Um, I don't know that I'll ever not need support and guidance navigating all of this. As I said, <clears throat> it's just too big. And unfortunately, we can't do, we can't stop it. It requires an intervention from a power greater than ourselves. I don't know if that's a God or, but it's something that is beyond human understanding. And my hope is that happens to every child that's gone through this and they awaken to a deeper understanding of what's really happened to them. But it's not going to come from me. I'm not, I'm not big enough to break through that abuse. None of us are. <clears throat> Finally, I'm, this last um, mistake that targeted parents make has to deal more with when their children become adults. And they don't accept their adult child's boundaries and their adult child um, expression of no and how they don't want a relationship. They will badger them. I have a video that went viral on TikTok and it just talks about how I'm proud of my kids that they don't speak to me, that they're doing what's best for them. And that's what this is about. My kids don't know what's happened to them. They think they're doing the right thing. Well, my job as a parent is to support them in becoming what they want. Now, a lot of people, most it's, it's fascinating to see people's comments from a 30 second video and how they project their own trauma history into it. One per, it was fascinating. One person turned it into a, a, a racial thing that I think he said something like, you know, everyone's talking about the death of the black family. Well, here's an example of the white family dying. Why aren't we talking about that? Um, many people, you know, said, you must have been a horrible parent. Um, some people blame politics, whatever political side you're on. Other people blame schools, therapists. Again, it, 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 the, like, if you haven't subscribed to my TikTok, go subscribe to it. It's one of the, I pinned it at the top. It has, I don't know, a million some odd views or something. And read through the comments. And it shows you how, and this is going to, oh, how do I say this lovingly? It shows you how toxic our culture is and how uneducated and underdeveloped we are and that people don't know that all of those comments are about their own trauma history that they've never deal, dealt with, they're not even aware of, that they're projecting from their own history onto me instead of with more recovery a person and there's only a couple. There are some people who responded, wow, I'd like some more information as to what's really going on. They didn't, they didn't dump their trauma history on to me in the video. 
Um, but it'll show you how everything I talk about, we're all stuck in the worst day cycle, reliving our childhood trauma against everyone and everything, even a 30-second video about being proud of your children. Um, it's just, it's fascinating. But it brings you into reality of how perfectly imperfect we all are and how we're just doing the best we can. So what do I mean by not accepting their boundaries and their no? Well, a lot of the people on you know that video were like, I would call them nonstop. I would beat them down. I would make them love me and I'd never let them go. What does that sound like? And who is that about? That's about this parent's need. They need that. Well, what's happening to an alienated child? They're a prisoner to this parent. And so that person who's advocating that is saying, no, you can't have them. They're my prisoner. I get them my way. I have a lot of energy to that. Um, that's not love. Remember, our children, even if they're adults, are not to blame. They don't know what's happened to them. And so when, even if they're, because they've been alienated and their choice is so-called wrong, to fight against that wrong is damaging to them. It is creating now two alienated parents. Again, I will walk you through solutions to this. But our child needs one parent who is not making it about them, who is not, pardon me, oh, too much coffee, um, who is not making it all about them and not trying to make them their prisoner so that they feel loved and don't feel rejected and empty without their kids. That is our battle. It is our job to go work with experts and get support to navigate the emptiness, the loneliness, the hurt, the powerlessness, the confusion, the fear, the desperation, the sadness, the overwhelming sadness. It's not our child's job. And so the parent who is going to bang down their door and demand connection is, doesn't realize that they're not doing that because they love their child. They're doing that so that they don't have to experience all of those painful feelings I just listed. Now, they may not be in truth about that. They may want to argue with me about that, but that's because of they haven't gone to talk to experts and research and figured out, oh my God, it is about me. I never knew. I never knew. I have yet to see a person. I've had many people argue with me about that. And my response is always, go become an expert. Go learn about these topics. And after learning about it, if you still think your idea of banging down the door is right, then let's have a discussion. They find out real quickly. Oh, wow. I have some, imperf some perfect imperfections I need to address. I'm not expressing love for my child in the way that I truly want to do. 
And so I'm going to tell you right now what, what I've done. Again, I'll go through this in the next video. But I have one daughter that for a while I was texting and she was never responding. You know, I'd be like once a month, just I love you kind of thing. And then I, I was like, wait a minute. This is about me. It's not in her best interests. I'm not honoring her no and her boundaries. And I had to take ownership of that. And so I sent her a different message. I said, look, I know that right now. It was, I don't know exactly. Well, here, I'll just read it to you. It's on my phone. Give me one second here to find it. This is what I texted her. I said, I just want you to know that I don't text. Oh, wow. <clears throat> I just want you to know that I've stopped texting you because I'm being respectful that for right now, you would rather not have a relationship with me. But that doesn't mean I'm not constantly thinking about you and wanting the best for you. I always want you to do what is best for you. So I love that you have set a boundary that works for you. I love you, Bumble. And I'm really proud of you. I call her Bumble because when she was born, she came out with polar white hair and my favorite movie of all time is um, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and remember the abominable snowman bumbles don't bounce <laughs> uh, you remember he was white the, you know and uh, and they pulled his teeth out and she looked just like that big mouth no teeth polar white hair, and so I've always called her Bumble. Um, the point is, is they need a parent who will respect their choices and love them no matter what. Unconditional, you don't owe me nothing. You don't even owe me a relationship. It is not your job. It is your choice. That's my job as a parent. Is to teach a child unconditional love. I don't demand it. I model it. That's modeling unconditional love. I support you. Be who you want to be. That's the best you can do. 
Ah, man, I didn't know this would take so much out of me. Um, I'm not sure what else to say. Surround yourself with support. Watch this video several times if you're struggling. It's hard to let in these concepts that I'm bringing up. But if you go do the work and you gather the information, it's our best chance to love them and be the parent we want to be for them, at least in all the research I've found. Um, so I encourage you to take steps in this direction, regardless of where you are financially. Again, I've tried my best to provide you resources to guide you through this overwhelming dynamic. But I believe in you. I trust you. I, I trust everybody. I think you can do this. And I, I think if you've watched all the way to this, you adore your child. Well, back it up with your actions, not your words. At least that's... It. I, God, I sound so bossy. <laughs> it's not my heart. It's been my experience that backing it up with actions, even though you're going through this tremendous pain, you can look in that mirror and you can be proud of yourself as a parent and love yourself and not steal love from them. Trying to get their recognition, you can give it to yourself. I'm incredibly proud of myself. I have navigated a horrific dynamic, perfectly imperfect, but I'm really proud myself and that's what I want for you be proud of yourself and here's to I guess I'll end with this <laughs> maybe a bonus the eighth thing that parents who are targeted don't recognize you know what's so fascinating about all of this to me is I'm not a parent to my kids. But if you look at the comments on my stuff, almost everybody sees me as a parent. You never know what your true calling is in life. And I guess I'm still a parent just different than I thought it would be. And maybe the same is true for you. If you dig into this work, you may find out that you're supposed to parent someone or something different than your children. I don't know. It sure seems to have been the outcome for me is people generally come to me and for whatever reason, they see me as a parent. So, who knows? There's a blessing, there's a gift in everything. Nothing is ever a problem. And so if you choose to take on all of this stuff, you'll find a gift too. It's waiting for you. Enjoy that journey. <laughs>